This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on a Monday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. It's a sad edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. No one deserves to be happy today. All sad songs. That's what we did on the radio show today. Um, as the Broncos fall to the Ravens 23-7 to yesterday... Adam Powerment field. Teddy Bridgewater knocked out of the game. Uh, Drew Locke comes in and, um, you know, does Drew Locke things. And uh, we're here, Jake. I am Danny Williams. Jake Meyer produces the product and is the co-host of the Broncos Blitz podcast. We are live from Mile High Sports Radio Studios um, in the tech center here in Greenwood Village, Colorado. You know, Jake, um, it's okay to feel sad and be down and feel the pain because then when we love again, it will be it will make that love uh, that much stronger. Okay? Exactly, the pain is what makes you appreciate it. So you know, we're it's not like we didn't see this coming. Okay, we picked the Broncos to win close games, and I do. I will say this, and we have you know thirty minutes to talk about if. Drew Locke, if uh, Teddy Bridgewater didn't get hurt and Drew Locke had to come into the game, would how how different would have that game looked? Okay, well, we could talk about that. But, you know, the truth of the kind of the matter is there was one we said, you know, we do, shoot, we talk about it a bunch of times during the week. How do the Broncos win? How do the Broncos lose? If they lose, this is what happened. If they win, this is what happened. We even go as far as saying, okay, what are we unaccounting? You know, for what could happen that we're not seeing? What could be the, you know, the headline on, you know, Monday morning that we should have saw coming that maybe we're not wanting to acknowledge or, you know, really see true right now? And we even said um, that the Ravens perhaps are on another level than the Broncos as a franchise, as a whole. The coaches, the front office, the starters, the depth, the aspirations um, to for them to win a Super Bowl, that's, that's what they're trying to do. As the Broncos are barely trying to get back to respectability and maybe contend for the playoffs. So we were hoping that that class jump, that the Broncos had jumped Two classes. We said it, two classes, instead of the one class where, you know, the Raiders and the Vikings and the um, the Chargers and the Dolphins, the teams that are, you know, vying for respect and playoff contention. Did the Broncos really take another leap into, uh, you know, a stratosphere that has the Chiefs and the Ravens and, like, the best teams in football? I think we try to talk ourselves into it. The undefeated start maybe clouded our judgment oh, a little sure. bit. You uh, know how how well they were playing, but Bro, the, the headline that you're looking for, uh, that one that we didn't expect, was Lamar Jackson throwing over 300 yards passing against the uh, Denver secondary. Yeah, well, again, if you watch the game and you watch the game closely, when Hollywood Brown uh, dove in the end zone for a, I mean, it was a beautiful touchdown. Beautiful touchdown. Ran right through, you know, two elite Denver Broncos defenders. Literally a little moving right through them. Broken play, busted. And um, it felt, they just went up 14-7 to at the moment, Jake. But it felt like, I swear to you, I was like, in a, like if I was watching at a bar two teams, 
that weren't my own, I just said, ball game. Yeah. And it was the first half. It was deflating. It was so deflating. And, like, I didn't want to really acknowledge. I'm like, okay, now we got to go, you know, let's go get ours now. And I was like, I swear to you, I was thinking, I think that Jake had the the Ravens going up 14 to 7 during his mock game, you know, uh, game game simulation. But um, the Broncos kind of list list a couple drives after Teddy Bridgewater gets knocked out of the game. Um, and that game is over at that point. Okay, so um, it felt like that was a knockout punch. Hollywood Browns, you know, touchdown over the top. That was a knockout punch, literally, because Teddy Bridgewater was knocked out of the game just a short time after. Um, you're not so sure. I'll let you speak for yourself on how different the game would have been. I think the Broncos are in that game till the end. If Bridgewater's in the game, I think they score somewhere around 20 points, 17 points, and the Broncos lose some kind of 23 to 17, 20 to 17, 23 20, maybe win a 23 20. If we mocked it out 10 times, you know, on average of 10,000 times. Only, you know, two out of the ten times do the Broncos come back and win that game, down 14-7 to with Teddy. But, again, a lot of things could change, uh, perspired during um, um, 60 minutes of an NFL game that really lasts for almost, you know, four and a half hours, you know, of action on the field. So, um, I'm not mad. I, you know, the Ravens now are kind of who we thought they were. The Broncos as well in the same boat. The game itself, when you said he caught that ball, that was deflating, Jake. The layout, you know, the, the, how wide it was spectacular. open he was. It was. Um, but also, I'm not deflated now in terms of where we stand on the season. Because I'm not going to talk about the Steelers yet. We can do that tomorrow. Again, be, I want us to be sad today. I want us to feel all the pain today. I want us to remember this feeling, what went wrong, all this bad taste. And we can turn the page tomorrow because the Steelers are not as good as the Ravens. And I actually think, confidently, not trying to talk myself or you listeners into it, that the Broncos are totally in the Steelers class now. And this will be a make-or-break game for both those teams. I think the Broncos are ascending while the Steelers are declining. And the Broncos 4-1 and one after five games. Um, it'd be a thing of beauty. And we could all breathe easy, feel good about what we've accomplished, and then focus on the Raiders. Again, that's two weeks down the line. But we're here now. Um, that game, the way that game went, um, got ugly. I don't want to start hammering on Drew Locke. I didn't want to bring him up. So I wanted to wait about five or six minutes before I brought him up. What an opportunity for Drew Locke to be a fucking hero. To be a hero, Jake. To come in here down. Hey, house money, nothing to lose. Just go throw the ball. Oh, well, they kept the the uh, they kept the leash on Locke. They didn't want to let him loose. They're playing conservative. Conservative enough to not want to move the ball in the field goal range and try to win a close game? Locke couldn't do it. He's not good enough. And it sucks because I wanted to eat a shit sandwich and Locke go out there and light him up. And Locke comes back and beats him in the fourth quarter. And do you know what we're talking about today? Should Locke be starting the next week? Locke, you know, like Locke will be starting the next week while Teddy really heals up. Now we're going to ride the Locke wave. We'd have been talking that kind of stuff here. Today, uh, um, Jake, even if Locke would have led him to like a 24-26 
loss. Damn, Locke yeah. looked so good. He came in, they were down. You know, they were down by 10 points when Locke came in, all that kind of stuff. What, what, uh, what a blown opportunity for Locke. A, one of these career-altering moves right. that changes the course of the future. I compared it to a show, uh, to Quantum Leap. That was like, it was a show back in like the, the, the 90s. It was a great show. Scott Bakula, like he would go back in time. He created this time machine and he went like, he kept going into like different parts of time and embodying certain people in time. Sometimes just a regular person, sometimes like um, a, like a big celebrity or a politician. And he'd have to like change the course of time. And before he can leave that time, while he's trying to get back to his home in 2020, like back to the future, you know what I mean? Type. It was a great show, but like Locke could have changed the course of, of history for himself and for the Broncos by going out there and wow. Cause that was his first chance at real football this season, right? He really had grown. Do you know when he came out there and played? It felt like the 2020 Broncos puke. That's the 2020 Broncos out there. Blah. Yeah. Defense kind of hit. You know, you're seeing them wear down themselves, but keeping them in the game. The offense, three and outs, just mistakes, just not good enough. Amateur. Okay? Total amateur act. And, you know, I'm, it's, I'm probably done talking about Locke. And now I'm ready for Teddy to hur hurry and come back, Teddy, so we can get back to respectability. Because no one thinks that the Broncos are beating the Steelers with Drew Locke. And I think, I asked you straight up, do they win with Teddy? And you said, they lose with Locke, they win with Teddy. I yeah. believe that. I'm with you this there. This is a 23-20. This is a 24-17. The Steelers can't score in elite defenses, but the offense has to go out there and keep the Steelers' offense off the field. Don't give them three or four extra freaking possessions in, in the game to come back and beat you. So, regardless, even if Teddy Bridgewater didn't get hurt, I don't think the game would have changed too much. O outside of that first drive uh, for the Broncos that uh, right before Teddy got hurt, they weren't really doing too much. Say uh, it's 17. Uh, say Teddy goes and gives them three more before the half. It's 17 to 10. What for three games in a row? Did Teddy Bridgewater come out and do right the start of the Score third quarter? Touchdown. Right out there. So, so he doesn't do that. Say he comes out there and they get three more. It's 17 to 13. Say then uh, they do their thing, get down there. Uh, they only scored 23 points. Remember that, okay? Mm -hmm. They go get a field goal. It's 27. I'm sorry. It's 20 to 13. That 20 to 13, Jake, would have car carried into the fourth quarter. And it had been a one-touchdown game with me believing Teddy Bridgewater would have found a way to get these freaking dudes in the end zone. That's definitely you know, one way to look at it. Another I, way— I didn't say Teddy comes in and throws three touchdowns, no, did I? No. I didn't say Teddy rushes for 60 yards in the second half and is a, a hero. Just getting him in field goal range. They yeah. can't score 23. So keep him at 23. The Broncos with Teddy would have found a way to get within 23-17 where we would have been down to the end of that game trying to onside kick. I mean, fuck. Do or, you go, how would that have felt? Or more of the same would have kept happening and Bridgewater would have kept getting beat up. And that's why he got the concussion in the first place. Just because the offensive line we underestimated. was in shambles. Oh, again. With two of your starting offensive guards Listen. out, you're bound to give up some more sacks. So five total sacks. I still think that the result would have been Ravens wins wins the game. Okay, but, but do Teddy you, would have brought it to be a, a better game. It okay. would have been a clo much closer game. It would have been, to me, a one-possession game. And all I did there was um, add, you know, either uh, two field goals and a touchdown, three field goals from Teddy. You know, like, that's it. 
you know, um, I didn't, you know, it's, they were in that game. It's like, it's weird because I said on the show, it's like two things happened. They got blown out kind of, but they were in the game. And like, what? How does that, you know, there's one way to lose like 40 to zero, like the Texans lost to the, to the Bills. That's a blowout. That's completely blowed out. Okay. But the Broncos being in a sense in that game, the way they were, where one touchdown all of a sudden changes the entire complexion of a game. Um, that's it. So uh, the Broncos were beaten soundly, but not completely outclassed. Even though we know the Ravens are in another class. You know, there's nice houses and then there's gated fucking communities. <laughs> you know? And the Ravens live in a gated community. Where they got a good door guy there, Roger, who everyone's like, you know, tips at the end. He loves it because Christmas time, all these rich families give him a little taste. You know, there's Roger in the day, you got a nighttime guy, whatever. You know what I mean? It's like the Broncos are living in a, you know, you got a nice house now. They're not renting anymore or leasing the condo. Broncos bought a nice ranch over um, South Denver somewhere, you know? Hoop on the side of the house, so you got, you know, a big, long driveway for the kid. The whole, it's, but they ain't living in no gated, you know? They ain't living in the mansion district like me and Jake. We take it to another level. Okay, let's call this the halfway point of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. Jake Myers at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter. Okay, you can find us um, where Jake the radio thing we do every single day, hugely successful. Ninety eight point one FM, the radio complement to the Mile High Sports brand. Yeah, MileHighSports dot com. Yeah. Um, if you miss the, sh- the show, you can find us on our podcasted previous uh, previous versions. Of our previous works. Oh, you're good. We have um, today, uh, if you go to MileySports.com, just watch the show, kind of like a TV show on MileySports.com. We had thousands of people in today's show. I kept watching the numbers go up and down and up and down. And I'm like, why'd you go? What did I say? But then I'm like, oh, uh, killed it that segment. Numbers up. Beefcakes. Couple beefcakes. So MileySports is a titan. The website itself, and then it's pretty cool. You can watch our radio show on My High Sports or go get podcasted versions of it. Uh, anyways, this is a podcast, the Broncos Blitz podcast. Uh, podcast. So find this podcast where, Jake? You can find us, this podcast, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, uh, wherever you find your podcasts, Broncos Blitz podcast will be there. Let's call this, Jake, the halfway point of the podcast then, okay? Um want to shout out our partner in this podcast. We have one great partner in this podcast, and it's DraftKings. Okay, when you have a partner like DraftKings, you only need one great partner, okay? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has a week five hookup that every football fan needs to pounce on. Jump on this hookup, okay? New customers can bet $1 on any NFL game, okay? $1 on any NFL game this week, and... After doing that, you're going to find $100 in free bets in your account. Okay? Are you guys following me here? You're like, what? No way. I wasn't listening clearly. Say that again? Yeah, that's right. $1 in a bet, a $1 bet in any NFL game this weekend will create $100 in free bets in your account. No brainer. Easy work. Okay? All work is light work, Jake. Uh, DraftKings customers can um, get involved in these same-game parlays as well. Jake, what's a same-game parlay? Explain that to somebody. Same-game parlay. Well, what's a parlay? So a parlay is multiple bets put into one bet. So when you bet a little bit of money, you'll win a lot of money. Bingo. Um, so same-game parlay, let's give you an example. Um, 
for Monday Night Football. Okay. If you're if tonight's you're Monday Night Football, tonight, let's give an example of a same game parlay. Chargers. Chargers minus are three. minus three. Do you? Let's, we both like the Chargers minus three. I like the Chargers minus three tonight against okay. the Raiders. Uh, I like the uh, over, which was at uh, fifty-one 50, and a half. Fifty-one and a half. So we, I like the over two. I like some kind of 26 or so like 20, a 30, 26 game, um, which is an over for me. I think uh, there's a lot of ways that this game finds an over um, because these two teams can score the ball and these two defenses are suck. Right. So keep going. Let's see. Exactly. We got, exactly. So we have two legs so far. So uh, Chargers cover three and the total of over 51. So what else do we like? What I'm, about a touchdown score? Any touchdown score? Uh, anytime. Any, anytime touchdown score. I really like uh Keenan Allen for today's game. Okay. I think that he he's Let's due, add him. I'm down. He's, he's a great for, player. Uh, I love Keenan Allen. He's due for a great game and I think Justin Herbert over passing yards, okay. which was I think 295 and yeah. a half. Um, because they're Rushing game, their run game is an extension of a sh- passing game. So short passes as an extension of a run game, in a sense. Yeah. So even their runs are like passes, basically. So Eckler may have a big day, but half of it might be in the air. Exactly. So I'm down for that. That's four legs of a same game parlay. Okay, twenty five dollars on that parlay. Run those numbers real quick. Is going to pay out somewhere like four hundred dollars. Crazy. Ten dollars. Is gonna pay out like 150 bucks on a parlay like that, okay? Then say so you add one more. Once you start increasing, once you get to like five legs and six legs, then we're talking like twenty-five dollars just into a thousand bucks. And it's like, oh well, I have to hit all five legs of that parlay. Well, you do, but the game in the over, that's kind of easy if you play that one right. Keenan Allen, he might have a two-touchdown game. Um, and then say you like Josh Jacobs. Jingleheimer Schmidt as uh, over the rushing total. You think they're going to run the ball a lot, okay? Say you like Waller to all the over receiving yards. That's the same game parlay, okay? And those are available at DraftKings when not a lot of places do these. And that's what makes them unique and special. That's why I love them. Draft, uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. That's our promo code. That's how you get the $100 in free bets off the $1 bet, okay? Um, then at that point, psh, turn that 100 bucks into 1000 bucks into 10000 bucks. I mean, it happens every single day by just regular old dudes like you, okay? Um, 21 and older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, Jake. Where do we go from here? What do we do now? We felt bad about ourselves, trying to pick ourselves back up. Um, I haven't, you know, Broncos Twitter. Some people have a lot of see I told you so's. But also, all those see I told you so's guys, are chuckle, those guys are lock guys, lint licking lock lovers. And lock looked like a shit too. Okay. Yeah, the entire team, it wasn't their day. We were outclassed. Um, but the injuries. Yes. Uh, it seemed like the Baltimore How many Ravens, injuries do we have in total? Uh, I think seven starters out. Seven starters out to start the game. Plus Teddy goes out. So eight total starters out so for think, that game. I think people are like, what do you mean? There's 53 guys on the football team. Blah. Well, there's 11 starters on one side, 11 starters on the other. And if everything goes right, all those guys are going to play all the time. Minus four more guys who are going to rotate in at a line position, a safety position, a receiver position. Okay. So the truth is. Um, eight of the Broncos' 22 best players did not play in this game. The Ravens had injuries. Oh, sure they did. But those you know running back um, injuries that they had, yeah, it didn't look all that bad with Latavius Murray, who there's guys like that. He was just on the street. That's a good player. He's not washed. He was a calorie, He was a salary cap casualty, okay? So the Ravens are a great team. Um, 
they outclassed the Broncos by one tier class. The Broncos are not there yet. Again, they're not they're not leasing, they're not renting, they're not on food stamps anymore. They've they're they're back. They've rebuilt their lives. And, you know, they got themselves um they just bought a nice ranch. Got a great uh, um rate on a 30-year mortgage and the Broncos again, hey, equity comes quick in wins. Mm-hmm. And upside and talent. All of a sudden, that uh, three hundred thousand, you know, paid three thirty for that ranch. Now these houses in the neighborhood are selling for sixes, fives. I can't believe it. Dang. You know, we talked about it on the show. There's, there's no real shame in losing to a team like the Ravens. Not at all. You, of course, the Broncos are going to have some losses. They're not going to go undefeated all season long. And, and the Broncos and Broncos fans got their hopes up and and maybe overrated this Broncos team just they a little bit. They didn't get their asses waxed. It could have been a lot worse. Could have been much worse. That game could have been much worse. I think they saved face pretty good. I'm actually pretty proud of these Broncos, to be honest, as a whole, because it made me feel like I can beat the Steelers the next week. Right. You know, if it was just a, a 35 to 6 or, or a, you know, just complete thrashing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, they could have scored, you know, 31, but did it in a fashion where, like, Ugh, they just gassed you. The Broncos made enough plays to stay in that game with a uh, illegitimate quarterback. And you know what? I want to wrap up this podcast with a little more talk on. We'll do a little bit of Monday Night Football, but I want to talk about Brett Rippin. Okay, mm. um, there's another station in town. It's the Fan. Okay, we don't say bad things about anybody. They're like the there's a big Bonneville Lincoln conglomerate. You know what I mean? Um, super wattage freak show. Okay. Um, Mike Schlereth and Evan stink. Okay, they do a show there, and they do a show kind of ends when ours begins. Um, I'm going back and forth, listening to Hurlbut and uh, listen to them on the way in. Our commercial times a little bit different, so I'll do a little back and forth. And I heard them say, "You know what? I think this team might be." Let me ask you: Do you think this team would be better off with uh, Brett Rippin as their backup and Drew Locke? And they're like, "Yeah, yeah," and they're acting like it was some ground, real groundbreaking shit. I'm like, dude, we talked about this stuff a long time ago. I said it a million times that I truly, madly, deeply believe that Drew Locke and Brett Rippon are equals. The only difference is one guy was drafted in the second round. One guy was drafted in the seventh. One guy had all the measurables and all that kind of stuff. One guy didn't have as good of um, tape, smaller school, uh, two inches smaller, finger size, half inch smaller, all those little measurable stuff. And you know what? Like we say this a lot. Um, Drew Locke, he might Drew Locke might whoop Teddy's ass and and Rippin's, you know, um, ass in a pass, punt and kick competition. But that's all it is. It's this NFL is not about who throws the furthest, throws the hardest. Um, it's who can play football, who's got football savvy and football acumen. And, a, you know, heart a little bit bigger than other guys and character a little bit stronger than another guy's leadership qualities that guys feed off of a little bit stronger than other guys. I think Brett Rippon is every bit as good as Locke and probably even better. Boom. OK, so I've said it for a long freaking time. A oh, long. Wow. We've talked about this, Jake, a lot of times. Um, reputation will carry a guy, you know, second a first round. You know, you wear that first round tag and label until you burn out, crash and burn. And if you are a first or second round pick, you're going to get opportunity after opportunity after opportunity from other teams because of the prize piece you once were. Oh, shit. We had this guy high on our board that draft class three years ago. We had him as the 12th best player. You know what I mean? So all that kind of stuff um, keeps guys like Drew Locke's value alive when Brett Rippon have to, you know, the the 
Chris Harris Juniors of the world having to prove it, prove it over and over, lotioning, oiling, oiling, lotion, over and over again to like, it's like you, this guy's great. Took, you know, till well, you can't deny. He outplayed our first round pick, our second round pick over and over and over again. We can't deny him anymore. So Brett Rippin doesn't haven't broken through like that, but in like the, you know, in the comp and the uh, beautiful life story of Chris Harris Jr., don't doubt a guy. I mean, like they they wanted Chris Harris Jr. to fail and these other guys who they drafted much higher to succeed. Chris Harris Jr. just like Tyson said, I'm going to F you till you love me. That's inappropriate. OK, but like that's it. All he did was kept playing hard, playing hard and proving himself. That's the name of the game in the NFL. So um, Brad Rippon, if he keeps on working hard, eventually I think he'll be able to beat out Drew Locke for that backup spot. I think and, he already has in a lot of ways. Yeah. You're right. You know, I think Drew Locke could be better fit elsewhere. I'd trade him um, you for know, a fourth-round pick. I'd could, trade Drew Locke for a fourth-round pick somewhere. Could be a little toxic environment, you know, having him around a little bit. So. Maybe. It, you know, it didn't, or there's no point to. If you believe that Brett Rippon, Brett Rippon, you've already moved on and believed that. we, You know, deep down in our heart, we know that he's Locke's equal or better. You move on from Locke. You trade him for a fourth-round pick. Um, let's wrap this podcast up by giving a little Monday Night Football prediction because this one um, – Kind of matters for us. Yeah, I mean, AFC West matchup. This has um, top of the division implications. Uh, if the you know Raiders lose this, or if the Raiders win, they'll Don't be... the Raiders plus three seem like easy money? They're undefeated. The Chargers aren't that good. But what do you think? You know, I'm taking the Chargers to cover, though. I think anything can happen. Uh, Raiders plus three is enticing. Um, but they, they barely squeezed by the Dolphins last week. And I think the, uh, the Chargers got something going on. You know, after beating the Chiefs, they got some momentum going and uh, that confidence rolling. So I think they'll carry that and Give take it into score. a 23-21 a, a, a uh, victory over the Raiders. So they don't I cover. close. Give me 30-27 over and uh, give me one for sure anytime touchdown score. Okay. I'm asking okay. you, give me any time touchdown score. Who's, um, your top, who's your top guy? One guy who finds the end zone. I'd say uh, Josh Jacobs. I like him better than Waller. Give me Darren Waller. Okay. Darren Waller. I think Waller eats it up all the, you know, he's eaten all from the inside the 20s. But they'll find Jacobs, get the run game going. And, um, okay. Is that it? Yeah. You good? We good? I think we're good to go. So a good episode. I, I think it was too. I think the theme of the day was we all feel like shit today. Um, but also, it's a pretty beautiful day here in Colorado. And that's a little of the beauty of living in the Rocky Mountains. It's majestic. Um, I said like every painting today on the show that Bob Ross ever did was like the way if you're driving, if you're driving west anytime, anywhere, like in this state, that's what you're looking at. It's like a Bob Ross painting every single day. It's pretty spectacular. So, um Steelers on tap. We'll break them down a little bit more tomorrow. We'll talk about what happened against the uh, Packers um, where they didn't really stand a chance and got one um, real, real garbage touchdown at the end. They were kind of handled just the way the Ravens were. And actually, I think uh, the Ravens handled us. I actually think the Steelers were beat by the Packers worse than um, than we were by the Ravens. So uh, we'll talk about it tomorrow. For Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. Uh, subscribe to this podcast anywhere on planet Earth where podcasts can be found. Um, Jake and I got these podcast numbers back. We're checking some stuff out. Um, Pretty awesome. 
Um, we're the, killing the game. We're killing it. What you guys have been doing for us, listening and you know spreading the word. You know all the clicks, all the listens. Um, we're one of the. If you go search for us, ten biggest Broncos podcasts on planet Earth. So if you want to go search, you didn't know anything about Broncos pad, podcast and you're searching for Broncos podcast, we'll be one of the you know first 10 that come up on planet Earth. And that's it's just the beginning of this podcast. And it's just the beginning for Jake and I because podcasts take a long time to kind of mature. Um, some guys are like retweeting themselves 50 times a day. It's all about, you know, they, we don't quite do that kind of stuff. We let the... We let, we, let, we let the product speak for itself. So, you know, tell your friends, find us, because we're not good at the um, marketing over the top and bugging people to listen. We just, you know, we want uh, to give good Bronco stuff every single day. Keep the take, takes fresh and sexy, like we say, and bring you guys something that, you know, um, can't be found elsewhere in Broncos country, which we know we do. So, again, we appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.